Are you feeling like no one understands your struggles? That you're isolated and alone? Like no one has your back to support, encourage, or celebrate your wins with you? Well, let me personally invite you to join me in the Living Fearless Today Facebook group. Hey, we recently launched the group and are open to other men just like you who want to know their worth, value, and purpose to grow in confidence, find their worth, and appreciate their contributions. So if you simply search Living Fearless Today on Facebook, and uh, then just click to join us. I look forward to meeting you, seeing your growth, and the success you begin to experience in your life within this band of men. This is the Living Fearless Today podcast, a show that helps men like you and me who are struggling to get unstuck and overcome fear to live confidently and courageously. I'm your host and transformation coach, Mike Forster, helping you create the change you want now. Join me as I interview men who've conquered their challenges and soared to success as they spill their secrets on how they live fearless today. Well, hello and welcome back, my friend. This week, I have Josh Carey with me. Josh is absolutely amazing. I'm so ecstatic to be connected with him. He reached out to me off of a previous social media post where I had put out there about interviewing Joe Sanok, and he had done the same. And so I was totally over the moon when he reached out, found out the, the similarities in our stories. And man, like Josh is a business coach, a speaker, a podcast host an entrepreneur, and most importantly, a vanquisher of fear and anxiety. And I'm so pumped to have him share with you just his story and where he's at. So if you would, Josh, how are you doing today, my friend? I believe you know how I'm doing, but I will just verbalize it. I am so good. Thank you for the invite and for this dialogue. My pleasure. Thank you for coming on and joining me. And I'm excited to dig in. So if we could, Josh, can we talk about where you are today on the personal side of things? I would love to. Uh, And of course, I say that because by design, and I know you can relate, and I know the listener can relate, but by design, uh, I'm so ecstatic with where I am today because for 40 plus years, I wasn't this way, right? And we'll get into where I was, of course. But uh, today, uh, I'm the co-founder of a few businesses, most of them in the podcast space. And that's because I found podcasting as a way to really save my life. I credit that medium with, um, you know, I say with a wink and a nod that it gave me a voice, but uh, I mean that, right? The podcast space really gave me uh, the confidence that I needed to become the best that I've always been capable of being. Um, I'm the co-founder of PodMax, which is a training and event company in the podcast space. Uh, I have my own show, 225 plus episodes going strong. And um, I'm the founder of Carrie Studios, which is really a um, training and marketing firm where, where we help executives and founders uh, master the mic. We train them up 
get them the best polished uh, appearances that they can. And then we take those appearances and help them with their marketing initiatives. Very cool. So you just said something that I want to dig into really hard there. You said that podcasting saved your life. Like, can you expound upon that, please? Of course. To connect some of the dots today, as you know, I'm the hidden entrepreneur because I spent 40 plus years hiding, showing up in every situation, hiding my true talent, my true ability in exchange for seeking the approval of others. I went out into the world as a very young child claiming that I wanted to fit in, but deep down I felt like I didn't. So what do we do? We perhaps subconsciously go out and we validate our true beliefs, which for me, it was that I don't fit in. Nobody wants me around and I'm not good enough. That whole belief system. So what do you do? You wind up attracting those scenarios while claiming, no, I want somebody to approve of me. And that was the frustration, right? That caused a lot of the angst and the, and a lot of the the fear, the anxiety, the frustration all of my life, knowing full well what I'm capable of, but choosing to cower and, you know, cower in the corner, the difference of that. And I didn't want to challenge anybody's expectations of me, which I thought to be minimal. So I said, well, okay, I'm just going to prove you right. I don't want a conflict. I don't want to tell you you're wrong. That's not the quickest route to gaining approval. So if I just show you how right you are, you think so little of me, I'll prove you right. And then here I was, but again, even just saying it really chokes me up because I know what I'm capable of because we're all capable of the most magnificent things. And here I am today proving that finally to myself with the help of my two adoring children. Today, I have an eight-year-old daughter, a six-year-old son, who helped me realize early on that I see what's happening here. I, in fact, was the child in that circle. And I was the one who had growing up to do. And I took that revelation very seriously. So how did they help you to discover that? I mean, like, what was that, that epiphany, that catalyst that just kind of shed light on you playing a certain way to other people's expectations that you decided to snap out of that and pursue that, that different Josh that you'd been hiding. Well, I'll preface it to say that we all know whether we choose to acknowledge it or believe it, we know it. That's the way we're designed, right? We feel it in our core, in our gut, in our soul, in our being, whatever you choose to believe, we feel it. And uh, there was all of this noise in my head, and I use that word very specifically because I have um, another process we can get into called F that noise, forget that noise, which is just all the self-talk we have in our head that is designed to drown out the truth of the matter, which is our own capability. So I finally figured out the the five-step process, N-O-I-S-E, noise, to to get rid of the noise in our heads, but not to get too far ahead. The question was about my children. I've always known that I wanted to be a father. I said, you know, I would probably want to be a father one day. I would probably enjoy it. I'll like it. I'll appreciate it. 
And lo and behold, I got the uh, great pleasure. I'm the, I'm the father of these two adoring children. So how did I know? Because every day I would look at them and know that I can't continue to be this angry, miserable, depressed person that they're seeing and witnessing firsthand. I'm better than this. I've always known that I'm better than this. It's one thing to sort of do it to yourself when you're not directly affecting anybody else, let alone two small children that look to you for guidance. And one day we were playing Candyland. And again, this is on top of daily knowing that I can do more for them. And I'm just not exercising the most that I can here. We were playing Candyland and I'm barely concentrating because miserable, angry, depressed. And, um, Apparently, in that last round, in that last spin, I won. But in that moment, I just felt so overrun with emotion that I start tearing up and I put my hands in my head, my, my, my head in my hands, and I just start, you know, crying, really. And my daughter looks at me and she says, Daddy, why are you crying? You won. And it was just such a moment that put everything into perspective. It was so poetic. And I said to myself, I said, I, I, I'm not, now's the time, right? It's, it's, oh, it's, this is it. I've, I've got to do better. I've got to be better. So you asked, how did podcasting save my life? So at that moment, I knew that I had to put better choices in place. Everything we do is a choice, whether we admit that or not, it's our choice. And I was running a digital marketing agency. And just like all of my life, I attracted the people and circumstances that would validate what I believed, which is nobody wants me around. I don't fit in. And this business of mine, like any other relationship, became toxic. And I said, well, this is probably an easy thing. If I'm going to start making better choices, I should probably look to leave that business relationship, my own business. So I made that difficult choice. I said, if I'm going to do better, I have to be better. I have to act better. Let me rip the Band-Aid off. I said, hey, it's been a great 10 years. I got to go. And I did. I didn't know what was next, just like any other relationship that you're going to leave. You don't have to know where what's next, but you know that you can't stay here. So I left. I took a few months to just figure out for myself what was next. And podcasting came to mind. Now, I've interviewed people in the past, and I've always found myself curious. And I said, podcasting, I'm drawn to it. It's speaking to me. I'd probably stick with it. I'd probably do good. I'd probably meet some really cool people that I can find opportunity through. If I'm going to work to be my best, let me see if I can attract a better grouping of individuals. So then the brand Hidden Entrepreneur came to mind. I started playing with that. Then I created the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. And one one episode led to two, led to three, and so on. And over time, I started appreciating how much I enjoyed it, loving the people I was meeting, seeing good out of it, started getting confirmation on the other side of the mic that this had been their best interview ever. And I said, yeah, I'm feeling it because I'm showing up. I'm not looking for validation first to then be my best. 
I started exercising that and I was getting the validation. And I said, this is great. Let me go forward with it. I want to be involved in the podcast space. I want to be a player. I want to be a speaker. I want to do all these kinds of things. And I'm still going to try to grow a business around it. This was four years ago. And here I am with a handful of businesses to support that, still running strong, still finding the passion every day and doing my best. So as you're making that change, and I fully get like how that that takes you to a different place, as you're stepping away from the business, you're stepping into podcasting and meeting new people. Did you also then see like your friend network and changing as well? Because you know, if if we're playing small, we're angry, we're fearful, we're toxic, and and we're living up to those expectations. Did you also find that like when you started stepping out and being the real Josh, did that kind of create like a, a dip, uh, like a, we don't get you anymore, like putting you out of that circle. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to pull you back in and you're like, Hey, I've got this tribe over here that I'm starting to meet that now resonates with me. And I'm, I'm more attracted to them. Did you see that change? Just like my fear growing up with uh, contradicting your beliefs and not wanting to rock your boat and just agreeing with whatever you made of me, I always thought if I was going to leave this industry and start playing powerfully, I I thought, well, people are going to retaliate because what happens sometimes is when insecure people see you playing big they get triggered and they say mean things and they retaliate. Who do you think you are? Get out of here with that. And they try to pull you down. So I had to consider that, that, well, is this going to happen again in the industry? This is what you're asking. I took time to really find a coach and a mentor that would help me through a variety of things. One, creating this new brand, the new podcast, a new business around it. And also secretly, I didn't tell him this, but I knew that I have to find the right person that if, and when I start showing up in this new way, are people from my recent past going to come out and start saying these things? And I said, well, I've made the commitment to me and to my children, et cetera, to no longer hide. So I have to figure it out. And I said, if they start retaliating, I will lean on him. I'll, I'll make a phone call. I'll, I'll, I'll text him. Whatever it is, that'll be my security blanket. Never had to tell him this, but that was my Mickey, right? Rocky and Mickey reference, right? So I'm in the ring doing my thing, and I had my Mickey that I was relying on. And just like I believe today, we get exactly what we focus on, whether we want it or not. If we're focusing on it, if you say, I don't want that, I don't want that, I don't want that, you're focusing on it. You're going to attract more of the same. Lo and behold, I'm not focusing on the bad people. I'm not focusing on my past. I'm focusing on my bright future, what I'm doing in real time. And to this day, nobody in that past has retaliated. But I had the strength within me to say, if it should happen, I'll lean on my mentor to help me through it. 
but it hasn't been my focus. And I started stacking much better habits day in and day out over time, slowly but surely, from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to bed, much better habits. You know the deal. And then life has a way of rewarding that literally. To confirm what you're saying, you focused on the positive, what you were wanting, not what you were trying to run from and who you had been, correct? Exactly. Simple. Fantastic. And then, so as as you're stepping out and you're going, who is Josh? How are you going about discovering, um, you know, I'm imagining you had, you were playing with masks the whole time because you're living up to somebody else's expectation, right? Uh How did you break out of those masks and discover who you truly are in that process? And by the way, it's no secret why I pursued an acting and film career for 15 years during all of that prime time, right? On a stage in front of the camera, trying to make people laugh, trying to get that external applause and accolades. Uh, Doesn't work to fill the void, FYI. But great 15-year chunk of my life. So what did I do when I had that moment of clarity that, oh boy, things have to change here. How do I do this? Again, we are all very aware, whether we choose to focus in on it or not, who we are, what we want, and what we're capable of. And I just had the big enough reason to tune into that. And I said, okay, well, what am I doing morning, noon, and night to shun that, to push that aside? We all have our vices that are designed to allow us to absorb that fear and forget about it. And I'm no different. So I looked at that and I said, the time has come. Here I go. What is this? And I said, well, let me start making better choices. I said, well, low-hanging fruit. I should probably stop doing that every single night. That might help, wouldn't it? Maybe if I approach my afternoons a little differently. Let me see what the people I want to be like. The people who have built empires and are leading the kind of life that I want. How do they attack their mornings? What are they doing? Let me read up on this. There, everything's out there for the taking if you truly want it and you truly make the choice to gain it. If you don't, if your actions speak louder than your words, that's all that matters. Then you don't want it bad enough or you haven't given it the right thought to go forward and you have to reevaluate. So that's all I did. That's all I do day in and day out. I stack my habits, patterns, thoughts, and beliefs on each other to create one moment, one day, one week, one month, one life that I'm proud of. Hi, Coach Mike here. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Living Fearless Today podcast. Man, if you're struggling with your worth, feeling you're not enough and playing small, honestly, this isn't your lot in life. There is more available to you beyond this podcast to help you uncover your worth, feel respected, be confident, and play bigger in all areas of your life. Grab a time at highcoachmike.com forward slash book a call to set up a complimentary session on where you're at today, who you want to be, and how you can live the life you've been desiring. Again, head on over to highcoachmike.com forward slash book a call and take that first step towards your life transformation. So in the beginning, you were just focused on what's my big enough why, correct? To to get through everything. Yeah. 
And the easy example is my my diet, right? I'm I've always been enough in shape, right? I'm I'm five six. I'm I've always been 140 plus pounds, right? Like I could generally eat what I wanted and not gain a lot of weight, but that's on the outside. A few years ago, I went to the doctor for an annual checkup, and what happened? My cholesterol was through the roof. Now, at this point, I was already in the frame of mind that, okay, I'm going to live the best I can for me and for my children, and that's not going to keep me around the longest. So I said, okay. I'm going to go on the opposite side of this, and I am going to go all in on a healthy lifestyle. So today, some might call me extreme, but I don't feel like I'm missing out on the things that I've cut out of my life. And I love what I eat because it's important enough for me to know that that quote-unquote sacrifice or decision is going to potentially, no guarantees, is potentially going to give me the best chance to be around longer and enjoy. And I enjoy it. And I would imagine in, in this pursuit, just like when you were growing, um, you know, out of your fear, when you were transitioning there, you're focused on what you do have rather than the lack and what you're missing. Correct. Absolutely. That's a running theme. You get what you focus on, whether it's wanted or not. So I'm not deprived. You're blessed in what you, what you have and you, you're, you're lifting that up and keeping it front of yeah. mind. And I feel great. And it also comes down to um, understanding that everything we do and say is a choice mm-hmm. and you have to take responsibility for everything in your life. Own it all. And that gives you the power and the ability. So can we backtrack to the the podcasting saved your life? Uh How did you, when you're used to playing small, how did you get from that point to where you're at now, Josh, to where you're confident? You, You know how to go about what you're doing. It's like you're learning a new skill. And so there's some, some uncomfortable awkwardness, I would imagine in that process, how did you get to the place of confidence from where it's something totally new? Well, the idea starts in your mind. Let's understand that it's all the self-talk. It's all what you believe. So to this day and what I've done for a long time, even before this shift, but especially this shift, put it into a different perspective for me. You have to feed your mind and, and, and brain good stuff. You have to learn. You have to feel good. You have to educate. Uh, and you have to make those good decisions. So that's what I continue to do is to rely on those positive thoughts and sounds and mantras that I'm just continuing to feed my myself with. You also want to realize that failure is, is nothing, right? It's, it's not failure. It's all learning. So when I came out of the gate in 2017 with this idea that, okay, I'm making this shift and coming forward with a podcast and then, okay, where, what's the business here, 
right? For me, in the very beginning, it was, I'm sure, like like yours looks like, mine was a traditional coaching business. I said, okay, this is, let me, let me help people do what I've done and what I'm doing. And that was the message. And I just showed up with that, gained some clients around that, started continuing to build myself in what I can, knowing full well, consciously and deliberately that if I, you're going to continue to feel fear. To this day, there's always elements of fear, which is a good signpost. That's fantastic. If you feel the fear, congratulations, you're doing everything right. Now, the moment is which direction do you go now? What are you thinking about it? So for me, I've made it into a game. I get very excited, and then thus you train your body and your 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 makeup to feel good about the fear, and then you just take the action through it. So because I had my strong enough why, my children that I want to do this good stuff for, and now it's time, and I and I burned all the boats, as the saying goes, the hidden entrepreneur. If I'm true to that, I can't take small action anymore. So in fact, what does that mean? I got to play big. Is the world going to fall apart? Of course not. Let me play with this. And you just sort of play with what you can. You come forward with what you know, and you catch yourself if you're reserving, if you're fearful, if you're playing small, ask yourself why, and work through it and gain Gain a, 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 a team member, a, a player on your side like I did that you can rely on even silently that should something you know not work out in your favor and someone says or does something, you have a security blanket. That works so well for me. But over time, you start gathering these fans and these results small. But to you, they're not small because you were fearful of doing it you then took the action, you saw the result, and you just keep building on that. So ask yourself, how important is this for me to do? Why is this important for me to do? It either is or it isn't. And your actions are going to speak louder than your words. Very true. You started out with a coach, you said, like when you're making that transition. How did you transition? How did you move from just having a coach to building a community around you or like, you know, like those that could bolster you as you're moving along and becoming bigger and, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone? How did you build um, like relationships around you? By showing up, literally. In 2019, I was already a couple of years into this podcast space, trying to make a name for myself, trying to gain some awareness, trying to find opportunities, uh, being okay that I don't really know what's around the corner, but this feels right in the moment. So I'm going to continue doing it, not ever beating myself up. And if you do beat yourself up, get up very quickly and then acknowledge how quickly you picked yourself up, pat yourself on the back and say, hey, that was great and move on because you're going to continue to attract the very people that you are. So as Jim Rohn says, we don't achieve success. We attract success by the very person we are. So you have to become the person capable in advance of attracting the kind of success you want. Amazing. So 
in 2019, I was recording episodes of my show at an event. And one of the guys that I was recording as my guest after the show, he said, you know, I have a podcast studio. We're both from Jersey. He said, why don't you come down and check it out? And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what's what. And from there, we became co-partners in founding a company called PodMax, uh, which is very successful. And we have a lot of great connections. And it allows me, the reason I say it's successful is personally, right? I'm not even talking about financial or whatever. It's successful for me to be able for me to be my best and to do my best and to, to grow into the person that I need to become every step of the way through that vehicle. But I always point out that what allowed that to happen is by me already showing up as powerfully as I could in order for him to see what's possible. The difference all of my life was showing up weak, small, and afraid, and hoping somebody would say, you got something here, kid. Come on, let me make something of you, like they said in the movies. But that never happens, never happened to me. But that's what I was hoping for. Like, can't somebody just see what I'm capable of? No, man, you got to see it first. You have to. That's the trick. As you're going through and you're you're looking around you, like you're living as 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 large as you can, right? You're living your best self. Are you looking at people maybe a couple steps ahead of you and going, hey, I, I want what they have, and and then trying to pull those people into like a a relationship or part of your circle to help you continue forward? Is that something you were working on? Yes. And you must do that. That's, that's how I continue to operate today. Looking at who's doing where I want to be next while acknowledging where I am and the gratitude and appreciation for how far I've come. But it's just like I said a little bit ago about finding better patterns and habits and beliefs back a few years ago saying, okay, well, if I want to change everything about my daily life here. What are the people who I want to be like? What are they doing with their mornings? What are they eating? How are they spending their weekends? Where are they vacationing? You know, just so you can get a semblance of a lifestyle and a thought process. So absolutely to this day. What are, what are some of those, those patterns and habits that you've now implemented that, you know, it's like, they're almost like foundational for you now. Uh Like you don't miss them regardless. What are some Uh of those that you have going on? Easy. And I say that because it's been a handful of years now that I've slowly but surely stacked these patterns and habits from the minute I wake up to how I wake up to the minute I go to sleep and how I go to sleep. And some of the big ones are waking up before anybody else in my house does. Um, so you, uh, so you, you have the morning before the morning has you, right? Absolutely necessary. You can't get up late. You can't get up when you're in a rush. So 30, 60 minutes, whatever it is for you, get up early 
So you have your morning, how Elrod, the miracle morning, uh, says it all perfectly. Take that approach if you can, and then what, how you spend that time. And that's what I do, 30 to 60 minutes every morning before anybody else wakes up. Great. And also how you wake up. I've read that for, for, for optimal performance, which is all this is, right? How do you become a high performer? How do you become an optimal performing individual? For optimal performance, when you wake up, no snooze button. I'm like, check, got it, simple. Okay, it's a choice. I will do that. And that's it. When the alarm goes off, you're up. Yeah, you're tired for what? Three minutes and then your day starts. Great. Um, exercising three to four days a week. I don't beat myself up. It's not five to seven a week. It doesn't have to be. I'm very comfortable. Got my Peloton life-changing shout out, by the way. Um, three to four days a week on that Peloton is, is for me. And that's, that's a no brainer. My eating habits, I cut out next to 100% of sugar. Right. For example, there are a lot of things I don't eat, but man, sugar is it's not the best because none of those things make me feel good. Right. Uh, They don't make me feel my best. So I'm very particular with what I eat. And then um, going to sleep, I, I, I don't watch a lot of television uh, and, and that's, that's just a choice I've made to help me be my best. So those are a few patterns and habits that I've implemented. Yeah. And I got to agree with you on the sugar and getting up first thing in the morning. It's like totally makes a difference. And it was like, I used to be a night owl. Now it's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> night owls unite me too. And, and for all those decades, I'm like, I don't get those morning people. The night right. is for me. Why? Because I'm alone. It's in the dark. I'm medicated in my own personal way, right? You're doing everything. Who doesn't like that? But what are you really standing for at that point? Yeah. It's like medication versus motivation. There's two different ends of the spectrum. And yeah, huh. I was in the same boat. So there was plenty of room. <laughs> well, Josh, thank you so much for coming on and being transparent, honest. And I'm so glad that you didn't stay in the 40 years of playing small under fear because where you're at now, completely different. And I love seeing you show up this way, have the conversation, the motivation, the inspiration that you bring to other people to step out as well. So thank you for joining me today, my friend. How can people connect and and reach out to you um, outside of this? Like when they're like, Hey, Josh's story, totally get it. How can they connect? The best place is my website, joshcarry.com. That'll be your fork in the road from there. You can find links to the best social platform of your choice where you want to connect. You can also listen to my show, watch some videos, get a real feel for what I do and take it from there. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. Josh, I appreciate it so much. I love what you're doing, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much, my friend, for joining me on another episode. If you found the information within the show helpful, please leave a review on the platform you're listening to. It helps raise the show's visibility so other men can join us in breaking free. See you on the next episode. And remember to continue putting yourself out there. Have a great one. <laughs>